0: Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or... Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to HogCallPodcast at com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? started. Well, hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey,
1: Chad, doing good. I hope everybody out there in the Call Nation is doing well as well. We're excited to be on tonight. We've got a great show for you, packed with football,
0: basketball, hockey. How are you tonight, Chad? Hey, I'm doing very good. I'm just glad I'm going to be able to get on here, <laughs> talk a little bit of Razorback, you know, football and Razorback basketball. I mean, it's it's a good time to be a Hog fan, you know, it really is. Uh, Some of us are out there, you know, putting out content, doing different things. I I just got to say, you know, we try to talk to everybody that talks to us, whether it be through social media or whatnot. And, you know, the guys on Reddit, you know, some of them said, hey, you know, why did you guys, you know, not have good lighting? You know, why didn't y'all correct that? And I just got to say, you know, hopefully uh, we got most of that stuff corrected for you guys. Alexa, Razorback. Alexa, turn office to razorback. Alexa, go hogs. Alexa, razorback. It just won't do it. Alexa, razorback. Alexa, turn white. Man, that Alexa's being a finicky little bitch tonight. I'll tell you what. But that's why. That's why we don't do it. Because we record in a Razorback room using Razorback Red as the lighting. So that is the reason that you see the lighting that you see. Appreciate the feedback. But at the same time, we would hope that when you see Razorback Red, that you're kind of excited about that and you want to be part of that. Well, I don't even think it's that
1: dark I think the one the comment uh, sorry I know you just said it but one of the com- some of about being dark it's not really dark turn your brightness on turn your brightness on your computer on your phone on or your you know TV if you're watching on an app on a TV that's that's my suggestion I, I mean if I if I had that I need that too is I need to set my uh, recording studio up that way as well because I'm jealous and it is definitely red not because you're developing photos that's pretty obvious with the razor back uh, in <laughs> the, the, the picture in the background uh the huge canvas you have sitting on that wall back there that it is for the Razorbacks
0: and then there was another comment on Reddit they said oh I'm surprised you know all these guys do they just promote the podcast you know they don't like uh come on a Reddit and say like anything else like a part of the conversation yeah we just give you like an hour and a half worth of free content out of the goodness of our own heart, every single week, and we appreciate you commenting on the threads. We saw that, and we just wanted to let you know. Woo, pig, suey. Go hogs! Yeah, I
1: appreciate. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate you listening or watching, whatever medium you you prefer. Uh, we just don't have time to post on every everything. You know what I mean? To post mm-hmm. every on every headline i'm happy you are we need that you know razorback fans are passionate but this is why we would choose to do the podcast after yeah. our creative medium that we choose and uh, we put it out there because there's not a whole lot of podcasts podcasts we've talked about a bunch there's podcasts that come and go but there's only really one razorback fan podcast and one, one special that's been consistent and one wrong you know what i mean as, as nut said man there's a lot of Lions, Tigers, and Bears, but there's only one Razorback. And,
0: and also, I just got to say that they did say they loved the content. They thought it was excellent content, and we do appreciate that. We do try hard yeah. to bring yeah, you good thanks. content every week. So I think, you know, we can move past that. Uh, we've addressed all the fans that have reached out to us this week. And uh, goodness gracious, you know, what a, uh, what a week of, of sports we've had. Yeah, we had two great wins in basketball. Uh we had a really good game in, in uh football that we played close. Uh that you know, we were within, you know, seven points. There was a chance for us to win that game. And it felt like throughout the whole game, like we had an opportunity to be able to win at some point. Um And we didn't, and that's fine, but at least we went out there and we played Bama hard. We didn't get blown out. And I know everybody says Oh, I'm not into moral victories and this, that, and other. And, yeah, I hear you, man. I'm not into moral victories either. You know, that's not my thing. I want I want to beat Bama. Uh, but at the same time, look at look at where we're at. Look at where we were at last year. Look at where we are at the year before that. Look at where we were at the year before that. And now we're to a point to where if you have a close loss to Bama, it's not a moral victory. You know, you can see it's a step in the right direction. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, I, I say that's a uh, the moral victory thing is I'm not in the moral victory. Yeah, it's easy. I, I, I agree. But like you're saying, it's a step in the right direction when you look at what the program has been the last couple of years. It's not like we've been – not like we're a top five team, top ten program consistently for the last ten years and we went to Bama and only lost by seven and had a chance in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's a team with a program. We'd like to win. But the chance – but I didn't wake up the next morning with as much hog pressure. As even I did against Georgia when we got beat 30 something to nothing didn't even look like we belonged in the field we looked like we belonged on the field with Bama yep. and that's I think what the main takeaway is it I mean where do we sit now in the SEC I mm-hmm. mean we could besides besides Georgia and Bama we can we can beat anybody in the SEC and that's a pretty big deal um, we've proven that obviously I mean we were uh, what Ole Miss the third team in the in the SEC and we were one point shy. Of mm-hmm. them on the road, we yep. beat a And M, who's another top one. Um, so it's it's what that proves is we we belong. And this mm-hmm. is not, with on the road, you know, Alabama already has a one loss on the season. They're fired up to play. They're not overlooking us. This mm-hmm. is it. Like this is they they cannot lose again because they have Georgia and the SEC championship and still make the playoffs. So I, I understand it's not. I wasn't hooping and hollering. Bill, like, I'm so happy. You know everything's coming up you know, roses and daisies today, but I'm also can, can take it as a Razorback fans. Like what, God, that was a lot better than losing 52 to
0: nothing. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, you, 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 play that game and you look and it just felt like, you know, we had a gunslinger out there just slinging it all over the field. And then you look at the passing yards after the game, 112 passing yards are 110. It really wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't like blowing us out. So I was surprised by that. I really was. And then you look at our rushing yards and, you know, we're putting up, you know, what, uh, 358 rushing yards uh, to their 559. It's like, holy moly, you know, goodness gracious. And that didn't even feel like that was the difference in the game, right? It didn't feel like, like when I'm watching that game, it felt like the passing was the big difference in the game, you know, and those long, those long bombs and stuff that we were getting hit on.
1: Yeah, we kept getting hit, by I mean, Bryce Young, for them, 559 yards, five touchdowns, mm-hmm. just ridiculous from their quarterback. And he was burning us. We were obviously missing Catalan or starting safety earlier in the year, but it wasn't that a lack of effort. You were still seeing our guys just not as good as them. Mm-hmm. And, then, of course, we on our side, K.J. just delivering the ball just over and over. Just, Doing well.
0: Doing well. And, I mean, playing well, you know, making good decisions, not – Uh, not, not throwing interceptions, not fumbling ball, you know, making good decisions, doing what he's supposed to do as a quarterback, uh, receivers were, were doing well, you know. And I think the big thing we saw that, you know, was their wide receivers getting over the top of us and their speed that was really hurting us. And that's where you could really tell, like, there was a difference between us is it was within the, you know, within the speed area, you know, and, you know, we're moving down the field. You know, and we're doing what we need to do, and then hey, let's throw a screen. Let's let's throw a, let's throw a uh, you know a a, a a a pass. And it's like, why? You know, why? We're running the ball. We're doing well. Why are we throwing? Why are we throwing a screen? You know? Why are we throwing a bubble? Yeah,
1: yeah that's why I didn't understand. You know what we, do we it think? Didn't work
0: last-
1: yeah, I mean, it didn't work last week. We had talked about it. You know, they've seen it all week. It's like well, that's not going to work against LSU. This stuff is not going to work against family. And I did like that we come out the first drive. Okay, we did go. We got only one first down we had to punt. But this just kind of set the precedent that we're not scared to run on them because we ran six straight plays. Mm -hmm. You know, we just came out there not trying. Okay, you know what I mean? We're not – and I will say the first – I think the first quarter kind of bit us. uh, And we still had them to three points in that. The the defense was coming up in that first quarter to keep us in while the offense was trying to figure out how to score. Because after the first quarter – we kept scoring most every. It seemed like most every drive we're matching for. Um, so, but it seemed like it was just. I know we had a whole bunch more passing yards than than Russian, but it seemed like like you were talking about last week that you want to see us run, and mm-hmm. that's what we did.
0: Yeah, we um, did. We did. We ran the ball. We we did what we were supposed to do. I mean, it, and and that's you know that's what you want. I think you know. It's like when you get in those critical situations and you're in those third downs. You know. And you're throwing a swing pass. And it's like, what are the hell are you thinking? Like, their speed. They're just faster. You know, they're going to make it to the edge faster. Why are we trying to get to the edge on them, you know? And other stuff had been working, right? I don't understand why you don't try a mic screen, you know? Why don't we do a middle screen in this situation, you know? Take that speed, use it against them. Get them all coming at you, throw a middle screen. Well, you know. Yeah.
1: No, I have to agree. Especially with tra- the, tra- the way Traylon Smith was running and he still only had nine carries. But his speed was obviously uh, was a factor and worked against him. It, like you're talking about, Max scream would have been perfect, perfect mm-hmm. to utilize there. Um and I will say it on the defense, uh, you know, K J only gets sacked three times, we do get to Bryce Young four times. Um, obviously not enough. It seemed like the blitzes when we did blitz, when Odin did blitz um, it worked against Young, like he was pressured. It seemed like when you talk about passing over the top and beating us with that speed, mm-hmm. you know, we saw Bryce Young have all the time in the world, no pressure, and step up in the pocket. He's delivering perfect passes. Oh, yeah. But one of the times we did Odom called the blitz,
0: a lot of times they worked. Yeah, we were blitzing at the beginning of the game. That was working really well. We was putting a yeah. lot of pressure on them and then we kind of we kind of fell off of that a little bit. And I think that's because, you know, we're probably probably because we're getting tired, right? Cuz our defense has stayed out there a lot. We were punting the ball yeah.
2: you're, way you're too right.
0: much. Uh so now that your defense is tired, you're not as confident about sending that blitz because that's when you start seeing more errors because, you know, you've been out there longer. But at the same time, you know, I agree with the sentiment. Like, if it's working, keep doing it until it stops working, right? Uh so and I would like to see a, l- a little bit more blitz heavy, you know, in the second half than we were. But at the same time, holy moly, that defense just played such a good game. I mean the entire game, I was just like, the defense is doing great, and they're doing what they needed to do. They're keeping us in the game and giving us an opportunity to win this game. And and, you know, even though that we had some big plays on us and that we gave up some yardage and we we let them score a little bit more than we would like to have, we did a good job of keeping them at bay and not letting them just come out there and run wild and just take advantage of us defensively and make us look silly. Like you could tell, they were having to play as well as they could to win the game.
1: Yeah, you saw a lot of times. This is a compliment. You're you're pissed and saving off. Like he's mm-hmm. he's they're not and they're not putting in you know second and third stringers in that fourth quarter. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. It's I mean that was a that was a really good SEC game. I really wish we would have came out on top, of course. But if you if you're a third party watching it, you you should enjoy that game. Uh, I mean, it was back and forth, and that was SEC football. I know it was high scoring, but it was still smash mouth. There's a lot of plays in the trenches. Um, I was trying to think of something you said. Uh, yeah, you, you're you're totally right on the blitz and us getting heavy. I mean, look at them; they only had to punt one time, yeah, and we had to punt six times. So we, you know, again in that in that first quarter, we just were not figuring out how to drive. Mm-hmm. And that defense, our defense was on the field so long.
0: A lot; they were on that field yeah. constantly.
1: You're you're very correct about. That's a real good reason why we kind of staved off that. You know blitzing as much and, um, you know,
0: um, the one handed uh, catch, the one handed
1: catch. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Burks was just, Burks was just Ooh. incredible. Eight catches 179 yards, two touchdowns, you know, obviously playing banged up and hurt and just mm. keep coming out there and out, like out running. He stiffs arm for one of his touchdowns. He, he stiff arms an Alabama, uh, defensive back into the ground, outruns him, And then another one, he out, he catches the pass um on the sideline turns it up the middle of the field and you got alabama guys diving trying to catch him because they to outrun them and you just don't see that a lot and uh wow what a, I mean
0: what a what a performance by him and how about having to make two touchdowns every time how about that like what what the hell's up with that sec officiating
2: is oh gosh, horrible. Oh gosh yeah. it's
0: horrible how are we the best conference in the United States and have the worst officials. Is it just because we don't pay them? You know? Got the
1: money to pay them.
0: Look, I know I'm a guy that's like an official. Work. He works at a high school full time, flies out, does the officiating on the weekend or whatever, flies back in, works at the school the rest of the time. If your officials have to work at a high school throughout the week, Maybe you need to pay up some more money so there's not so many mistakes, and they can just like rest up, and get ready, watch film. You know,
1: that makes no that makes no sense. While they're working another job, the SEC is loaded with money. <laughs> like, how are they not like you're talking about resting, like making sure they're taking care of themselves so they're able to be in shape for the games and mm-hmm. watching film? Okay, then this situation can really be. I mean, like, there's no excuse for that. Like, just what? That, that's awful like that warren thompson uh his catch that was obvious yeah that was obvious touchdown and then uh, and then even worse the dominic johnson's way over there clear they <laughs> reach over like in there and then reaches over even more so yard into the end zone and they're yeah. like no
0: yeah no and it was clear i mean that was clear 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 as day and you got the announcers making fun of you like yeah when the announcers and everything are making fun of you don't you think you should do something about it? And it's not the first game. This is this started happening like three years ago. You yeah. know, definitely last year with the Auburn debacle, right? Yeah. But I, mean, you would, I don't know. I guess you could go back even further. You can go back to the Florida debacle and different things like that. But I think the announcers talking about it the way they do now started in the past few years. Because it feels like the announcers have been more on our side as Arkansas fans than I've ever seen before my history, you know, of of Arkansas sports fan, I don't think I would have ever heard them say, you know, Arkansas definitely got that touchdown against Texas. I don't think I would have ever heard that. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, especially coming from that CBS crew that's seen so many Bama games and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, love, loves to talk Bama and they couldn't believe it. Um, and I was really like, okay, it's not just Arkansas fans. You know, I'm talking about it. And uh yeah, it goes back further to Florida games and games before that. But um yeah, last year that Auburn was so bad and and this one, I mean I mean that's just obvious and um maybe there was some other things, but that that was just crazy, just showed okay. And you just felt like the SEC's protecting Bama. They don't, don't want them to get a second loss.
0: If oh yeah, definitely. They definitely wanna protect Bama. They wanna protect Georgia, they wanna Georgia Bama SEC championship that know that's going to sell the most tickets, you know, um, I've been around, I know what's up and it is it it is the way it is. And if we were undefeated, they might give us a chance, right? But we're not. So they're not, you know, they're going to make sure they do everything they can to make certain they don't lose an unnecessary game. You know, they don't need to lose. Um, and it's sad, but it's true. And you can see it, you know, you can, they, and it's, for whatever reason, it's Auburn that's protected, Florida that's protected, Alabama that's protected, and those three schools seem to be like protected the most by the SEC officiating crews.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. It's like I mean, one thing with Bama, but yeah, Auburn's always. I mean, it's kind of a known that just you know they cheat, cheating. <laughs> they they need that cheating.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Can you believe Mullins already fired? Well, that was quick. That quick. They fired him quick, and I don't know, man. That's that was whew, kind of did him dirty, bringing him in from Mississippi State, and then just firing him that quick. For what? Mm. For like I think they still got a chance to make a bowl game. Oh, yeah, you who? made a bowl game. We're letting you go. Well, <laughs> what the
1: hell? Yeah, what well, what sucks for Mullen is he had a really good team last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had some guys at uh NFL uh, Trask who's backing up Brady in Tampa. You mm-hmm. got Tedarius Tony, who's with the Giants, uh his receiver. You got um uh, Kyle Pitts who's a first round draft pick as a tight end with the Falcons. And some other guys. They were really they were really good last year. And in the COVID year didn't really, uh, I mean, I guess they weren't good enough to win a championship, so I guess they're they they were not that great. But it seemed like um. Yeah, that seemed quick. I mean, he, he was a down at Mississippi State. I mean, he had some of their best years, and obviously, like, okay, he's he's a pretty good coach to do that at Mississippi State. And then just a couple of years at um, Florida. I that was surprised. I mean, it, it's happening quicker and quicker. Remember when people made fun of us? We wanted Morris gone after he was, you know.
2: <laughs> I can't
0: like, believe we had quick. to argue that's with too people. Quick. I no, had to argue you with five, people. You go Thirty and ten. Look, man, it, in certain situations, I say, "Yeah, go ahead and fire Mullen." But I think, like a bowl game, you make a bowl game this year. You just keep him on and see what happens next year. And if you are mad at him in the middle of the year and he's he's like doing it again, he's like five six wins again, and you feel like firing him fine, whatever you know. I, I see that, but I was surprised. It was just it just seemed quick. It really did. And yeah.
1: The finals and the the week before they they went they beat Sanford they were down at halftime but they do end up Sanford so if they lose
0: they almost got beat by them bad though
1: that's one thing I think that was like if I just would have came out and beat them fifty to seven I don't know but the final straw was losing to the team we're playing this week Missouri like they just couldn't handle that they couldn't handle such <laughs> an ugly ugly game. Against Missouri and then losing that one, just—it a little surprising. I don't know. Like I think they—is it going to be a thing where they make don't make the right hire and make another Ron Zook or Will Muschamp hire uh, or uh, Mackelway? They've made okay, Spurrier was good. Then they made uh, Zook didn't work out. Um, uh, then Meyer worked out. Mm-hmm. Then they do Muschamp didn't work out. Mackelway didn't work out. And now Mullen. Well, so, I mean, was, yeah, I'm but Mackelway was horrible.
0: And I think yeah. a lot of people, I think the Florida folks need to understand that Wayne was just damn terrible. His entire tenure, was, he was terrible. And he's the reason that Florida's in the situation they're in. Yeah. And you got you a over there, and you're trying to turn it around and make it better, and he did it with Mississippi State. You know he can do it at Florida. And You, yeah. you just, no confidence in him at all, let him go for no reason. It sounds like, you know, I don't know. Then what are they going to do? Who are they going to turn around and hire? Hopefully you don't mess around and get you a Chad Morris. That's all I'm saying. Yep. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. the, the grass is greener on the other side.
1: Well, you got, you also got, I mean, you got jobs like LSU and USC, um, probably Miami soon that's going to be hiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let alone, you know, some of these Virginia Tech and TCU. There's TCU and I know it's, uh, Florida's a pretty good job, but like, there's some a lot of a lot of uh, in the coaching search. They better get it right um, because uh, there's some competition for it. Well, and, enough, uh, of that,
0: man. enough of that. Enough of that. Fuck Florida. I, I just wanted to point out that they're doing, right. they're being dumbasses, and they're firing their coach a little bit too soon. <sighs> Golly, man,
1: and a hell of a fake the the fake field goal touchdown.
0: That was Power. Awesome. last week he had the fake touchdown, a little jump uh, pass. I know, fake, uh, yeah. Two weeks in a row, special teams going above and beyond. They're like, yeah. Yes, we needed that. You know, it feels good.
1: And then, yeah, then he also had, had his best game of his career, obviously throwing the touchdown, the jump pass to Kern, Kern making a one-handed catch, and then also he had a punt to the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. I just like bounce. I was like, oh, you think it's going to bounce in the end zone? Just bounce perfectly, and we downed it at the one. So Reed Bauer, what a, what a game! I wish it would have been in a win, but that was. I mean, that was. We pulled out the stops for that, and because um, at that point, you know, kind of down, and we really needed that.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that Just gave us even more confidence for the rest of that game. That hey, we're we're we belong. We can win
0: this game.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, you know, then on top of that, you know, you wind up with, you know, Reed Bauer, you know, throwing that little jump pass and, and getting the touchdown and doing everything he needs to do. <clears throat> but you wind up with uh having, you know, a situation where, you know, you've used up a lot of your, your your trick plays and things like that, but it's the end of the year, so it's a good time to to be in that situation where you've used those plays. And you're not, you know, you're not relying on those, and you're not, you're not expecting those trick type plays to like pull you through. And I felt like we used them at the right times throughout the year too, with the right teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like we were doing trick plays, you know, playing a small school or something like North Texas or
1: something. You know, it is crazy. We missed an opportunity. I think we at least should have three or seven in the first quarter, kind of puts us on. but. That fumble, we got Alabama, they fumbled. You know what I mean? We got it. I mean, we did get only at the one-yard line. Or, no, yeah, we got it at the R1-yard line. But, man, the defense comes up with a big fumble.
2: Mm-hmm. Eight and seven,
1: nine minutes left in the game. And then we go three yards, and or three, three plays, six yards, and have to punt right back a minute. And just, you know, and then they score a touchdown. Like that was a missed opportunity that we've got to hit on that <laughs> to beat teams like Bama. Yeah, but man, it's like I mean, I know they gave up 42 points, but it felt like they made so many. This isn't the Alabama, you know, the Alabama four lane Kiffin kind of changed things around for their offense where they had game managers at quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. These damn Alabama teams are just five stars at every position. Just-
0: well, I mean, yeah, I mean, when your quarterback is a Heisman candidate, you know what I mean. And you're just out there slinging it around. You got one of the best running backs. You got a great offensive line, and you got wide receivers that are faster than everybody else on the field. You know, <laughs> what you what are you gonna do?
1: Yeah, that's why I thought the defense was. I thought the defense really came to play. Just really,
0: I thought so. I thought our defense did well. I think we did well against them. I, sh- I think we showed we could beat them. And with the team we got now, with the team they got now. On another day, we could beat them. Like we could win, we could win that game. Two weeks from now, a week from now, you know, we we could win that game if uh, everything fell our way. But it didn't, and we lost. And it is what it is, you know. So you move on to the next one. Here is the thing, man. You know, do we beat Mizzou? You know, zero to sixty. Do we we go up there and show out, or does our defense lay down again this year, like they did last year? You know, because it did not feel like our defense played well last year against Mizzou, but the way they the way they played them, it was I don't know. I said it then. I'm gonna say it now, man. It's like it's like Odom didn't want to win that game or something. I don't know. Didn't feel right, you know.
1: Yeah. How many points how many points do you think they gave up we gave up last year, Missouri, in the fourth quarter? What do you think would be a bad fourth quarter point total by Missouri? Well,
0: we I didn't bad. remember this until I just looked it up. At least I'm ten up. points would be bad. I mean, you would definitely would have a touchdown and a field goal in the same quarter.
1: Yeah, because, I mean you get that ten points, that's that's forty points in the mm-hmm. in the game. And we lost fifty to forty eight. We gave up twenty-seven points in the fourth quarter to Mizzou last year. Mm-hmm. One quarter, we gave up twenty-seven points. The rest of it, 10, 10 third, three points. Mm-hmm. Gave up twenty-seven points. I hate to bring that up, but you were bringing it up, and I was like, trying to look. I was like, you know what?
0: But I mean, like, it's true. You know, we we leave we leave Bama, and that was a great game. We did what we could do. We lost that game. You don't say it oh, was a great game when games she lost very often, but it really was. You come over here to play Mizzou and it's like, okay, well last year we dropped the ball against Mizzou, you know, and I don't want to drop the ball against them again, no. you know, and I don't know if it's the battle line thing and we don't take it seriously and we're joking around about it, and, ha ha, hee hee, and it's not a real thing and they're like all fired up about it and take it super seriously, you know, you'd have to be a situation like that, but it could be because I know I still don't take the battle line championship seriously.
1: It's not, but they've beat us, what, five years in a row? So maybe maybe we should start. I mean, the team should start taking us. I don't. Man. I mean, I feel like we should be beating Missouri every year.
0: Yeah. Right. It feels like-, how,
1: like we should do with the Mississippi schools, beat them nine out of 10 years. This is how I feel we should do against Missouri. It starts this year. It just started last year.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, when did we, you know, you got Morris that didn't beat him, right? Well, of course he didn't, right? And then you got Belmont first year. You know, dropped the ball there. And, you know, again, it felt like it was a defensive issue, whatever the hell that was. And and hopefully our defense is going to want to correct that and show out and and show up this year. Uh, And then, you know, you you had Bellama, you know, lose. I mean, it's like, okay, well, these are horrible coaches. You know, no shit, they lost, right? But. We shouldn't lose to Mizzou two times in a row with Sam Pittman as our head coach. Period. It should never happen. We should never, ever lose to Mizzou two times in a row with Sam Pittman as the head coach. And I think he's shown that he is by far the best coach that was hired out of that coaching class besides Lane Kiffin.
1: Yeah, it's hard to argue Lane Kiffin uh, over at Ole Miss. Man, if we would have got that, now it feels like, especially if we're playing Bama, it's like, man, we had to... should have beat Ole Miss.
2: Well, I'm not I, saying I, I don't know
1: if we were dog tired
0: against Auburn, but uh, a really good class. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not saying that 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 he's better. I'm not saying that that um, Lane Kiffin is better than Sam Pittman. I just want to clarify that but i do feel like they are like on the same level of like you know uh, how they how they coach as a head coach using that ceo mentality and allowing their assistants to get out there and do what they need to do they both act in similar ways so to me they're both very close to being the same caliber of head coach you know um Both of them have issues with their play calling. Honestly, at this point, Lane Kiffin shouldn't have that many issues with his play calling. Sam Pittman, you know, his game clock management, his play calling, things like that, you understand it because he's second year as head coach, right? (laughs) You understand it, right? And he's still better than Lane Kiffin, I think, at it. And I think that's because Lane Kiffin is just, just too wild sometimes like let's go for it on all these fourth downs and just stuff that you shouldn't do at this level of football this caliber of football you know
1: yeah we we talked about it last week um kind of comparing that that Ole Miss game against Alabama you know Ole Miss first half they were going for it in their own like at their own 25 30 yard line fourth downs like fourth downs and sevens and stuff just played it like he should guess what happened you know we had a chance had a chance in the fourth quarter to win, and that's what happened. Yeah, Kiffin thought this is the, he, he came with the mindset, this is our only chance to win, is if we do all these fourth, fourth downs in the first half. Well, yeah, you down a couple touchdowns, but you weren't down 40, 50. You, are, you know, you weren't down 40, 50 points. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and also with Kiffin, I mean, there's a lot of rumor, you know, about him at a few schools, you know, jumping ship after two years already, and Pittman's not going to do that.
0: Yeah, I know that, Florida is basically saying they want Bob Stoops or they want Lane Kiffin, and anything else would be unacceptable. I think LSU wants Lane Kiffin, and I can't imagine you not. Miami does too, <laughs> Wanting Lane Kiffin. Miami ain't getting him. I don't think. I just the conference they're in. I don't know. He might. Uh, he might go. He might love Broca, Boca. He might yeah. be like I, I want I think he
2: didn't love South Florida. Man. He's,
1: he's
0: a big he's a big sport fisherman. He let's say always loved South Florida. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll go down there. But I just kind of have a feeling he's going to wind up at LSU.
1: I just want him out of the SEC, man. I don't want him to get his <laughs> offense with talent. You know what I mean? Whether whether it's just one or two years out of out of that five or whatever mm-hmm. that he's like really like a scary offense, and you know the other years okay. But I, I don't want to. I don't want him like to go down to LSU. Would you I, rather I
0: see him over at LSU or over at Florida? So that's probably the two most likely places for him.
1: I mean, I guess Florida, just because he's in the east of it. Yeah. But I I re- I just I just I mean, it's I mean the last three coaches at LSU have won a championship. So I figured the, I figured the next one will. But I really just wish they'd screw it up somehow. I just. I, I don't know, man. I just don't want them to make a good hire.
0: (laughs) I wonder what, like, it'd be funny if Kiffin just says, no, I'm just staying at Ole Miss. It's good enough for me. Because after this season, he's had there already. Like, he's set for a while. Even if he doesn't have the best year for the next couple years, everybody's going to have that. In, you know, it's old Miss, right? So everybody's going to have that thought in their head, like, oh, he's going to have another one of them seasons like he did that first year, except for this time he's going to win them all. You know, everybody's going to be on their edge of the seat for that season.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, he's losing like Corral. Yeah, he's losing <laughs> a good bit of players this year, so the expectations are going to be lower. And he's got Arch, you know, not him, but there's a big chance that Arch Manning goes there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Arch
0: goes there, he might stay, huh?
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's probably his best
0: chance to get that in the Besides Peyton, you know, everybody went to him. he wonder got a real shot to go there. I wonder how Arch is doing in the playoffs. You know, none of them ever won a high school championship.
1: That's a good question. Yeah, Archie didn't.
0: Eli didn't. None Come of them. Uh, Peyton, none of them. So, if he wins a championship in high school, it'll be the first time a manning has won a high school championship. That would be pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah, they they uh won thirty seven to six in the quarterfinals. On yeah. the road on the road against a n they're seven and two and he beat a nine and one uh team on the road in the quarterfinals thirty seven to six
0: so he's got a shot. <laughs> That must be the one where Lane Kiffin showed up to. Lane Kiffin showed up to one of his playoff games. And people in the crowd were yelling to him, can I sign your face? Or can you sign my face? (laughs) Lane, will you sign my face? Like, begging him and stuff. Like So, what, like, alright. Sam Pittman comes down there. He goes to the sideline. Ain't nobody asking them to... Sign anything or anything, you know. Nick Saban, on, nobody wants to say anything to old Nick, right? But this crazy guy goes down there, and people want him to sign their face and stuff. Oh, Good Lord, that, and how does that, that make shot, you man, feel? Like as a kid, like a teenage kid, like I, I want to go with the coach that has people trying to get him to sign weird body parts and stuff. Like that sounds like the experience I want to go through as a.
1: Yeah, that ain't the only... Face ain't the only body part they're playing. (laughs) Good for him, man. What a wild
0: life. He's probably leading that. Good lord. So what do you think? You think Joey Freshwater's going to stay at Ole Miss and NAB? You think Arch, Eli, all the Mannings, Lane, they've all talked. They already know. And if they all go down there, so we know this, we know that, like, they talk to the high school coach and, like, give them notes and pointers and stuff. <laughs> so if Arch goes to your team, <laughs> whether you're Lane Kiffin or not, you think, like, they're writing you letters and sending you little notes and telling you little things you could do a little bit better. <laughs> oh, got to, right? Don't you think? How annoying would that be, man? Oh, man. Have Archie Manning, Eli Manning, (laughs) and Peyton Manning, and their older brother Cooper. Oh, yeah. Writing you little notes and things, telling you what you can do better. I noticed during the game that, you know, your slant route was off just a little bit. Maybe he should break two yards deeper down the field. (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah. Now, the pain probably don't care since he's Tennessee, but I don't know. Man. Well,
0: maybe not. Maybe not. Probably so still, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't
1: know, man. I don't I don't, know, man. How, you don't know, follow these coaching tangents?
0: It's exciting. I mean, college football I is. I mean, following the coaches and the coaching tangents, tangents and stuff like that is just part of it like it's hard not to talk about because like you know it's a carousel and you want to see where everybody's gonna where everybody's gonna fall i don't know i guess we should jump over to the mizzou game but oh no no it's exciting i love it man i love i love it i'm
1: i'm just glad we got a coach we don't have to deal with it you know all the rumors and picking them out and one just coming out of nowhere like sam Pittman Mm -hmm. working out though um Oh no! I didn't mean to. I didn't mean change. It. I, I'm really not sure
0: what. I just I, I want him kind of head out of the SEC. Man. Well, that would <laughs> be nice. I'd like to see him go and Nick Saban go. That'd be yeah, wonderful. You know, I think Nick thinks I guess... he's got another five years left in him. He said,
1: yeah. Well, guess what? Well, what's going to happen is. Uh, whenever they switch over to the pods or the new divisions or if Alabama's not, we're not going to be playing Alabama every year. It's going to be when Saban retires. Once he retires, that's when we stop playing them
0: every year. If they figure out within the next five years how to cryogenically, like, freeze somebody and remove their brain and then place it like into a you know container and hook that up to a a computer that can talk and print things out and stuff like that and continue to function as a cognitive being without needing all the, you know, heart and lungs and things yeah. like that, you know, important organs. Then just like, he could just live forever down there coaching on the sidelines. Jesus. No, probably. Oh, <laughs> I
1: mean,
2: 2020, has got enough pro. money
0: Good lord. That's they keep throwing at him. That's ridiculous how much he gets paid, man. So it really is. <laughs> Battle
1: line trophy.
0: That's so what we go from this, man.
1: We go from talking about Nick Saban to talking about Eli drunk with. What a
0: nerd. What a nerd! We haven't lost a trophy game all year. We got the boot. We got the uh, Southwest you know, Southwest Classic. Southwest Classic. Yeah. So now we're going into the next one and hopefully close it out with all the with all the trophies. You know, win them all. That'd be nice. I think I. I you know, I don't know. I think we got a really good chance to win this. If we lose this game, I'll be very very disappointed. It would be like. There's no way we should lose this game. Let's just put it that way. We should not lose this game. If we just, lose this game, something's fucking wrong. I just don't see how. Like, I...
1: Look, Missouri, I mean, I, they're not They're not as bad as, like, a Vanderbilt. You know, they've seen games. Of course, that includes Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and Florida. But I just don't see... They're just not... We've got to turn this thing around we can't keep losing Missouri we're at home I feel like I don't feel like we're gonna be heartbroken and down where we don't have the confidence to come out here and know we need an eighth win seven and five just doesn't sound as good as eight and four
2: Mm-mm.
1: like' a big time to finish out like this just just seems like just seems like the opportunity is there and I, I feel confident hell the spread Vegas thinks we're gonna win Like fourteen and a half, we're fourteen and a half point favorites. That's pretty big for you know a six and five and a seven and four team. That's not much difference, you know what I mean? And that that over two touchdowns favorites for Arkansas.
0: I hope we blow them out. I hope KJ gets four touchdowns and Burks gets two, and we get a couple from our running backs also.
1: Let me let me if I can just. (laughs) <laughs> My, I thought it was interesting. No I, no, I agree. You said that, though. Let me – it, it sparks on what I kind of looked up. So, just looking at last year on our offense, the positive part of it, we score 48. KJ was uh, – this is the thing we kind of were encouraged from last year. Is, you know what? He can do it. You know what I mean? Like, we've got confidence KJ this year. He mm-hmm. was 234 yards, three touchdowns in this game last year, no interceptions. Traylon Smith, 172 yards three touchdowns, ran all over them. And that's before, that's no Dominic Johnson, no Rockets, Mm -hmm. no AJ Green running. And then also you talked about Burks, Burks 10 catches, 206 yards and a touchdown. So these guys that you're mentioning, like bingo, like have already proven that they can. And there's no reason, like I've I've made the joke and I know we're not going to do it, but I feel like we could run every play. I feel like we could run 75 times on Friday, no passes and win. Missouri. I feel like we could just, I feel like our run game's that strong. In Missouri's defense is that susceptible that we could, that we could just run all over them. I feel like, I feel like it's uh, going to be a big day for our offense.
0: Oh yeah. You know, and ain't we coming in with the second best, you know, third down defense in the nation, which is, which is good. Uh, coming in with Bumper Pool, who's leading, you know, the team in tackles and What a great job he's been doing, right? Morgan, doing an awesome job this year. Like, we got a lot of defensive guys that are out there doing what they need to do. we got some young guys coming up at safeties and cornerback and things like that, you know? And, uh, man, it's just exciting. Do you think, Burks, let's just ask this. I know we're talking about Mizzou, and this is going to throw us off on another damn tangent, but I don't care, man. Do you think Burks... We'll stay one more year with us, or you think he's out, you think he's gone. I mean
1: I, I could not I couldn't see him staying. I just can't I don't know. I mean as long as the, the projections and what the you know they're kinda of saying, as long as he's first round talent is gonna get drafted in the first round, I don't see him unless somebody I, I wish there was a way with the new NIL stuff. Could everybody in Arkansas Razorback fans all say, Hey, company, uh, Slim Chickens. I promise, you know, just make a promise. I'll buy $10, I'll go to Slim Chickens once every week if you can sign K- or Traylon Burks to a couple million dollar, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, just to stave off, you know, just him, just playing one more year or something like that where it just like, because I just, I mean, that's because he's going to be a first-round talent. It's going to be big. I mean, I, if he's like third round or something like that, he needs to come back and he can prove himself. But seeing what he's done, like, especially against Bama, I just don't see him, especially how he's banged up earlier in the first couple of games in the year. And he still came on and about to have a 1,000 yards, got 10 touchdowns. Um,
0: I, just, I think just one, I mean, if he does come back, like, golly, we could really do something special next yeah. year. Oh, oh gosh. I, he's oh. got to know that, right? And it, yeah. you got to think like – Yeah, yeah, like seriously, and you got to think like, you know, is he that much of an Arkansas fan, there's some players that would be like, I don't care, I, I don't care, I'll risk it, and I'll play one more year if we could win a national championship at the University of Arkansas, if that could be my legacy that's just as important to them as going to the nfl right and you got to think like is he you know is he that type of guy is he bought in to the razorbacks that much probably not probably not but hopefully hopefully yes hopefully he stays around i mean i'd love it i'd love it i just think it would
1: yeah what if what if he wants well we can close this out we can close this now with Mizzou, and then a bowl win, and get to nine games. But what if he has a goal in mind? Hey, let's see what we can do next year. Like I have a really good connection with KJ. Um, we know how good the running game is going to be. The offensive line, a lot of that's coming back. Dalton Wagner, who's a senior, that he's going to sure COVID year and come back. Mm-hmm. We're going to be better. It's going to be the third year of the program. Um, let's try to let's. uh Let's try to see what we can do next year. Like this, we got a really good schedule. That uh, tough as always, but really good, favorable schedule. Bama and LSU at home, um, Ole Miss at home. Like a, a decent, decent, decent non-conference schedule, but winnable games. Just on pace for to have a really good year. Does he want to come back and have that Heisman Trophy campaign? Him and KJ just hook up for you know yards upon yards and touchdowns upon touchdowns. And you know he's a Warren kid, and what's, you know he was he played on the two and ten season. He played on the three and seven season. This year's good, but does he want to play for a, you know some of those other Warren guys like, uh, uh, Jarius Wright, you know, and Greg Childs, those guys like they got to, get to play on Sugar Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Does he want to be part of that and leave, leave one last, one more lasting, uh, uh legacy, as a Razorback?
0: Yeah, and that's that that's exactly the question you gotta ask. Does he wanna does he wanna do that? Well, I mean when you look at Mizzou, I mean, you know, I just looking at their offensive line, you know, you got you got this Cook and Dangelo and Powell and White and Lawrence and they're all pretty, you know, undersized guys. They're not like uh they're not monsters out there on the line or anything. Um so, you know, they're they are uh you know, I would say you know your average offensive lineman. Um, you're not you're not getting you know monsters like you did with LSU and like you did with uh, Bama, like you did with Georgia. You know, so it's definitely going to be a line that I feel like our defensive front can take advantage of, um, like we've seen with some of the other teams that we've played that have similar similar size, such as Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're just, they're just monsters uh um on there. Um I feel like any any time you've kinda kinda uh foreshadowed that or, you know, kinda predicted that, it's come true. We kinda see maybe this maybe our defense uh maybe you know, one day less of rest, but I know I know it's late in the year. Practice was probably pretty light this year in that defense and maybe we dial up some blitzes and really with that you know, mm-hmm. to kinda help men in front and really get after them. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's a good call. So, you calling for a couple sacks this week and really pressuring? and.
0: Yeah, I would think that we would, you know, bring some blitz, that we'll have a couple sacks, we'll have a couple sacks without blitzes, uh, and we'll be able to play a lot more comfortably this year, or, or this game, like we have, you know, uh, previous games, going up against, you know, similar size <clears throat> offensive linemen. Uh, but they, you know, they do have The thing they do have is you know they do have uh, you know a little experience among them so you know that they even though they're not like an oversized line they do they are experienced and then you got your receivers with uh chisholm parker and dove those guys are you know your your main guys out there running around and uh, they can get over the top on you if you let them especially chisholm parker but I don't think it'll be anything like we saw with Alabama. I think our cornerbacks can take them one-on-one for the most part. And then with a little bit of safety help, I don't see our safeties getting burned against these guys. I really don't.
1: Yeah. You look at, um, uh, you know, Chisholm with the 410 yards, a couple mm-hmm. touchdowns, man, how's their leading receiver? Beatty with four touchdowns. Uh, um, and then, you know, last year, Chisholm has 113 yards. Mhm. All- the banister Parker had a catch rate. A banister slot receiver. He has not had a great year. Hundred sixty yards. Fayetteville kid. But it seems like he's always had. A couple years ago, had it just killed us. Um, mm-hmm. Only has one hundred sixty yards on the year. Had six catches, sixty yards. Um, also, let me let me go back real quick to the offense line. That I was. Oh like, yes. You talk about what the experience of it. Um, sacks allowed one point four. Third in the SEC. Twentieth in the nation. So that experience may, may not be the biggest one, but they've done a good, fair, fairly well um, as far as that as far as that category. It doesn't mean anything, you know, kind of the, some of the teams they've played in the East, but mm-hmm. quick note on that.
0: Yeah. They've had a quite easy schedule, you know, so that's, you know, it's easier to rack up those numbers when you're scheduling as hard as others. Um and then you know what you know, quarterback, you know, they got Robinson out there and they you know, they he seems to be, you know, throwing the ball the most and I think sometimes they the run in Bozinski or whatever his name is, uh also. So
1: Yeah, let's see. Uh two thirty six or three fifty, ten interceptions this year, so he will get a little wide So sixteen touchdowns, sixteen to ten interception ratio. Mm-hmm. So he likes to sling it, but he can get a little wild. Uh, not, you know, really projected high. I'm sure a lot, everybody had him in the the media um, ahead of KJ Jefferson, and that's definitely not the case. Mm-hmm. As you know, KJ Jefferson's touchdown interception line is twenty to three. Exactly. So KJ just um, uh, doesn't really throw interceptable passes. He's just been really solid. Hey, and, uh, really he really is. He's like will be more wild with it. And that's kind of, maybe we can get more turnovers.
0: And what, I mean, think of what you really have to look out for on this team is baddie that, that running back yeah. they have, you know, you have to be aware of where he is on the field because he can hurt you. He is the biggest threat that they have. And so we really want to make sure we neutralize him. I don't know. You might even want to put a spy on him.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the finals for the Doak Walker award. You were telling me earlier about where it was the only, like running back with a thousand yards rushing and thousand yards receiving, but yeah. at 1385 rushing this year, 6.1 yards a carry this year, 13 touchdowns and another 353 leading catches with 53 catches. So that's what they're going to check down and look, look for those a lot to Beatty. Mm-hmm. uh um, get a lot of touches for t- four touchdowns, too. So, like you're talking about a spy, you have to know where baby's at at all. T-
0: yeah, you got you got to take advantage of him. And then their defensive <clears throat> team isn't, you know, they're not that good defensively. They got a small defensive line. Uh, linebackers are, you know... You know, average size, and then you got small corners, so you can actually take advantage of their corners and safeties with our tall receivers. And we saw how we have been able to do that and been able to capitalize on it this year. Uh, I know years past we've talked about that, been able to capitalize, but this whole year we've seen capitalization on that, been able to throw back shoulder passes or be able to throw the ball up and just letting the receiver go up and get it. And we've been doing that. So I can see, I, I say we're probably going to see some big. You know, some big plays. I bet we burn them. You know, I feel like we got more speed than they have on their defense. So, I think, you know, we burn them a couple times. You see some big plays downfield. I think we run the ball on them very easily, though. And I think, you know, that's going to allow us to burn them, too. It's going to allow us to throw those big passes, you know, take advantage of them running the ball, you know, on on that defensive line.
1: Yeah, you look at what you're talking about. I mean, um, Treylon, of course, 6'3". He's catching – I mean, he's he's catching uh, balls over in double coverage against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warren Thompson has been really playing really playing well at 6'3", uh, his frame. Trey Knox, who's been coming along these last couple weeks, big catch. Every time he catches, it seems like it's for a first down yeah. or in, late in the game. He's 6'5". So matching up like that, I uh, feel like the receivers going to – those guys are going to have a big day.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh,
1: and you're talking about the defense. This is a stat I just noticed. This is big. Our red zone offense, we we score a uh uh our convert, I score a touch ninety percent of the time, second in the SEC, twenty-first in the nation. Their red zone defense gets scored on ninety three point six percent of the time, last in the SEC, hundred twenty fifth in the nation, which is pretty close to being last in college in, in college football. My goodness. We get down, get get down the red zone. work are on them. That is bad.
0: That's that is bad. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
2: that's,
0: that's, no. <laughs> no, you're right. that's, Oh, that is bad though. That is bad. That's oh, bad yeah, news oh, right for right. them, man. Good Lord, I wouldn't want to be oh, going man. in with that. Whew! Man. That's exciting, is what that is. How long are they yeah, going to keep this this drunk guy around? Or Is that his name? Drinkwits,
1: drunkwits. I don't know. Just, Look, man, I know he's from the state of Arkansas, but he's just a goober. He talks shit about us all the time. He's got these really stupid videos coming out. Uh, I don't know. He's he's. I don't know. This. T- I mean, I guess they beat us last year. Good for you. We blew that game. All right, Odom blew that game. Um, better not happen again, Odom. If if we if lose he in Missouri, blows Odom
0: this is game, out. dude. I can't. I
1: can't. If we man. give up fifty points in Missouri and lose again. Odom is gone. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Let him go somewhere else. Fire his ass. Right on the spot. Don't let him coach the bowl game. There's no reason to give up. I, I mean, I, can I, can under, use, I understand
0: around. that first year, being sentimental, going back home, hanging out with your AD, shaking his the hand, that stuff for the game.
1: That was the 90s Odom you played a long time ago.
0: Good Lord. You gotta let it go. Let it go.
1: You ain't gonna get a head coach, another head coach, an opportunity if you give up 50 points to this Missouri team.
0: Shut
1: them out. What if you shut them out though?
0: What if but you, what if you were coaching? What, what if Hawthorne you podcast. were? What if you? What if you were at the University of Missouri coaching, and you were playing University of Arkansas? I mean, would you really give it? everything you had even if you told everybody you were and you really told yourself you were gonna do it and you were like i'm really gonna go out there and i'm gonna beat the hell out of arkansas this year i mean i don't even feel right saying it does it i don't even feel right like thinking it and that's kind of situation you have with that like i i just hope that there's a contingency in place with Pittman, and if things are starting to get out of hand, maybe we can let somebody else call a few defensive plays and see how it goes. You're right. <laughs> I know that's a hell of a thing to say, but what if it's unintentional? Like, what if it's unintentional? I still don't understand why we didn't win that game last year. I guess we gotta let it go.
1: I didn't even, I mean, I knew... I was thinking it was back back and forth, but that pisses me off knowing we gave up 27
0: points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, back and forth until we laid it down. All right. Um, I guess we need to give predictions.
1: All right. Um, I'm ready, man. I'm going to give mine. I feel pretty strongly about this. Arkansas... 48.
0: Missouri, 20. Uh, you know, I think that we are a lot better team than Missouri this year. I just, you look at all their past games, and I guess that's the only thing we didn't do is go through their games, but you look at all their past games and who they've played, and they've had a light schedule. They've played Florida at their worst time, and. You know, they have they've it's barely made a bowl game. They know they're going. I think they're probably gonna lay down in this game and go enjoy their bowl game at the Music City Bowl. That's gonna be fine with with them. Um I say Arkansas forty eight Mizzou three. Ooh, I like it. I think the defense shows up to this game and shows out, especially after having the confidence they have after coming off of Alabama, knowing how much better they know they are than this team. I think we're upset and uh, pissed off. We know we're a great football team, and we're going to have to go take out some frustration on somebody. And I just – Mizzou just happens to be the team in the way right now. And they don't have the defense to stop us from taking out that frustration. And I'm not sure. I think you you put a spy on that running back, I'm not sure that they can move the ball down the field on a set well. Really? If you can contain that running back they got, I'm not sure. Like, what are they going to do? Throw it up? And then they got, you know... Average receivers with the average quarterback slinging the ball around, you're going to get interceptions and all kinds of stuff then. That's yeah,
1: no. I, yeah, force them, to, force them to try to throw it all over the field. What they want to do is run it. You know, what mm-hmm. they want to do is uh, it. Yeah.
0: Make them throw the ball. Make them make mistakes. Don't let them run it. No. And we've proven we can do that. We've done that to other teams this year. We've proven we can do it. I
1: think it's an easy I, win. Yeah, I feel like we've we've made, I feel like um, out of either, if you want to say what, what's been better for us, the rush defense or the r- pass defense, rush defense for sure. Hmm. I felt like we've had a lot better. We haven't just, hadn't really been a game where we've just, besides Georgia, where we've just gotten just, you know, ran all over. Like we couldn't just stop. We just couldn't stop a running game. I felt like. A lot of times, like maybe, like against Bama, like I felt like we had a pretty good hole. Like we made their run everything they got, but the passing, five hundred something yards. I still can't believe. Kind of looking at, because it, it seemed like maybe we just matched them and kind of more of a shootout. But it's felt like we, a lot of times, like LSU, they couldn't, didn't really just run a whole bunch on us and things. And like teams like that, um, Auburn had to pass on us, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, Mississippi State don't even run. Yeah. Um, it feels, like, it feels like we can, with our linebackers, with that crew of Poole and Morgan and Henry, um, those seniors guys, that, that we can really stop the run, and then we're going to force them to pass. What What do you think, plus or minus, plus or minus Chad, uh, three turnovers? Do you think we get three turnovers in this game?
0: I think we'll get three. Yeah. Yeah. that's pretty
2: clear,
0: I don't. Yeah, I think we can get three. I think we could get a fumble or two. Maybe special teams make something happen. We've yeah. seen that a lot this year. Um, definitely, maybe get a pick. You know, it'd be nice to get a pick six. Wait and see when well, we this that. year. I mean, have we had any
1: defensive touchdowns? I don't.
0: I don't think so. Uh, did we have a scoop? I think we might have a scoop and score.
1: Maybe so just feels like feel i like been waiting for one all year. feels like the, even yeah. last year, I feel like the defense scored a little bit. And another factor we've been talking about this all year, um, Pittman's 10 and 11. He's got a shot to go 500 this game and then win a bowl game be above 500. And never look back the rest of his career. Never look back after these next two games. Go in the offseason with a winning record.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Take that momentum.
0: So if he well all right so he's 10 and 11 now. Yep. If he wins this game it'll be 11 and 11. He'll be 500, right? Yep. So that'll be going into the bowl game being able to go above 500. Let's talk bowl game real quick. Real quick before like we we've, we've, we've looked at all the projections and stuff and we'll do more of a bowl game thing after. You know after this game is over really get into yeah. it but just just real quick here's here's my rundown this is what i think and i've been right. saying this all year and uh i still think like we win this game i think you're looking at going to the um outback bowl i think i think that we are a we've been a good story for that we're a team that travels everybody knows we travels and they're going to want teams that travel in the Outback Bowl. So, I think you've got a good possibility going go to the Outback Bowl. Then, you know, you've got the uh, the, the Orange Bowl. yeah, you know, we got a possibility to go in there. Music City Bowl. Everybody's been talking about that. And, uh, I guess, what, the Gator Bowl? I think that's been mentioned a lot. But I think that's like the four bowl games that, like, you're looking at um, if you win this game. And you know a lot of that depends on. Well, is Ole Miss going to go to the Sugar Bowl? Well, it looks like it, right? It looks yeah. like that's where they're going, and so that would like be okay. Is A and M or Arkansas going to go down to the uh, uh, Outback Bowl? And I think you know you see you see A and M lose to LSU. LSU will be bowl eligible if if they beat A and M. Um, they got a pretty darn good team and I don't think a and M's going to win that game. And And I think that's, gonna, that's the reason we're going to go to the, uh, to the outback no. bowl. But if, if A&M wins that LSU game and we win, then we're probably looking at one of the other Florida bowls, we're probably looking at the Gator bowl or the orange bowl. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think uh, you're dead on with, I think there's like Six a lot so, of, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: no, yeah. Uh, Looks like the projections are, you know, the Outback, Gator Bowl, Capital One, and then the Texas Bowl in Houston, Texas, which I just don't want. That's just we went there a couple years ago. And those projections are like Arkansas, Kansas State, Arkansas, Iowa. Just not to me. Um, Outback Bowl, Arkansas, Iowa. Let's kick, a, let's kick a Big Ten team's ass. Let's kick uh, Arkansas, Penn State's another one. Let's yeah, kick good. their ass. Um, Gator Bowl against Wake Forest or Florida State. Um, I'll get a win against them. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, there's some other ones sprinkled. I don't know, one of these bleach reports has a UCF Arkansas Birmingham bowl. We're not going to- Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we go if we're seven and five we lose to Mizzou. maybe we do deserve it. <laughs> I'll be honest. Maybe we deserve the day
0: Yeah. So,
1: that's a whole different story that or the Liberty Bowl or something
0: like that. And look at this. If LSU beats Texas A and M. Every team in the SEC, except for Vanderbilt, is going to be bowl eligible. As long as Florida if, beats Florida State, as, if Florida beats Florida State, which I I, I, I feel, think they probably will, I think they probably
1: will. Yeah, I feel I, I'm, I'm going to agree with. You. I know we'll get to our picks here, in, um, uh, on the, in the show, but I I agree with you. I think LSU or Coach O's last game. I think they're going to play for him and play up at home. I think they're going to beat. I think they're going to beat so A and M. And will it be play.
0: his last game? Be, will, will he coach them? He'll probably coach. Yeah, well, you, know, you
1: know what I mean. It, it, yeah. if they lose, it's going to be his last game. But for I sure. think they're playing like it is because if
0: they don't, that's a good point. That's a good point. They, they got something to play for, and that's the thing. It's like. A and M really just going out there for another win. They don't really have anything to play for, and they haven't had a tremendously great year, honestly. Um, so expectations
1: know. were there after last year, going you know nine and one or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. So right. the
1: expectations weren't. Getting, you know they're paying Jimbo ten million dollars a year, not you
0: know eight and three or whatever. No. So. I, that's my that that's what I think as far as bowl games go. I think we're all both on the same page here, so we'll see. Florida State, Arkansas, man, that'd be an okay though, bowl game, but like I just want to play them when they're better, right? I want to play a good Florida State team, not a.
1: I feel like we'd be more matched up with like Clemson. Like yeah. a nine and three Clemson team, you know what I mean? Like yeah. eight and four SEC team versus a six to six ACC team does not make any sense to.
0: Them. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Like that's that's for Kentucky, like Kentucky, Florida State,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: like that or uh, Mississippi State, Mississippi State, Florida State. That's a good matchup. Like, that's, but I, I just don't see us like like I like I agree with like like us playing another nine and three eight win. Like, I don't see us, like, matched up with six and six.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Well, I guess we should move on into basketball. What a great couple of basketball games we had, you know, playing in the Hall of Fame Classic and winning that, you know, winning that championship. Uh, So, you know, going and playing Kansas State, winning that game, which was, I mean, the score was similar, honestly, but I just felt like that was an easier game. And then you got the Cincinnati game, and what a dang nail-biter that was. I just felt like the entire time, and I don't know if it was because was playing for the little trophy or what it was, but it was just, you know, it was just the back and forth, the back and forth, the one-point game, you know, constantly what a good game that was, though. I, I out of the two games, I thought the Cincinnati game was the better game, and everybody, all, you know, all the media guys and everything, they were still talking up Cincinnati, even though we're beating them pretty handily. They were all like, you know, oh, you know, Cincinnati needs to be in the top twenty-five and this, that, and other, and they're not. They should at least be at twenty-five and so on and so forth. Uh, they were good, you know, they played a dang good, a dang good uh, game, and I hope they are top twenty-five material. Yeah. I hope that is the type of game that we won. And we set it. We set it back with these other games back here. And Mus, golly mus, you're such a I love you, but I hate you at the same time. We set it back <laughs> these other games. Like they better get it damn figured out or we're not gonna win this Kansas City Cincinnati situation. And then we go in there and we win the damn thing because they get it all figured out and they do what they got to do, and it's not the easiest win, right? And now we get some games. We get, you know, we get to play pin, and then we get to tune up and play some good, you know, some some easier tune up games down the road before we go into that Oklahoma game. And um, I just think that, like, golly, like, must just pulls it out of his. You know, he just pulls it out, man. He just pulls it out. He's just one of these coaches that, that wins. That wins games. When you're on the fence and you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to win this one. And he still goes out there and wins them. Um, and he does it without wearing a suit the whole time.
1: No tie.
0: <laughs> nothing. Not
1: nothing. Oh, man.
0: Um, and then he supports every other sport. Yeah, yeah, he supports every other sport way more than every other sport supports basketball too. And I gotta say that, you know, I'd I'd like to see Pittman courtside. Oh yeah, you know some of these big games.
1: Yeah, you know, after uh, football season, he'll he'll be attending some games, but nothing like Pit. I mean, Musselman's really good. Like, he does not have to do that. He doesn't have like go to, you know. Every, I mean, a lot, all these sports are really, really good in there, of course. I mean, he's, I mean, like, he's not like, he's not like a Razorback, played there or anything, like, grew up, but he's like, he had, like, he goes to all the, like, he was there at Alabama this Yeah. And that's after, like, having practice on Saturday. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? And, like, just, like, yeah. No, I agree. He well, supports that. like as a Razorback. As a Razorback coach like, hey, I'm going to support you guys cuz I want everybody. And it really really helps and uh it's just hard not to hard not to like him. And, um when he wins too, of course it helps. When he goes to lead eight, you really see what he's doing. But yeah, the, I mean, the Kansas State and Cincinnati game. Well, uh,
0: Kansas State game first off? We couldn't hit a damn free throw. Or not afraid a free three point shot for anything that game. We we're like everything we threw up was we, we we we. That
1: happened in Cincinnati too. Like like we hit even just a just a normal, average amount of three pointers, and we're, uh, you know we're 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 winning these things by twenty. We shot terribly, but you know they really didn't. But the free throws were great both games, we really took it really took it inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You gotta shoot some threes to keep them honest. But in both these games, you know, Kansas State shoot um, twenty-seven out of 80 percent, pretty much on free throws. Like getting to the line, 34, 34 chances is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati 20, 32, 32 chances, tripling what Cincinnati did to the line. So yeah. we're playing really good defense without fouling, but also getting to the line and hitting them. Three pointer would just like if we could just shoot just even just a little better. Um, outside the arc, um, just to kind of keep the defense more
0: honest. I mean, we're we're going to win. You know, we call this, though, Chad. It's not like... Every time uh, Vanover jacks up a shot, yeah. I'm just like, why did you do that? You don't usually make them. Just take it to the damn hoop. Just drive it down to the hoop. He does so much better when he drives it in.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, he's he came in here hitting like... He's gotten one this year. I don't think he's he's maybe hit one one this year. Because last year, he had a little better. And even in California, before he came here, was decent. He's known as he He's just not. He's just not a big guy that can shoot the three. But he and, tries. Well, he can, but, but he, he tries can the all football. the time. Yeah, he's wide open. He's like, I, I get it, man. <laughs> got to work the offense. Just pass it. And every time, because, you know, a lot of times, it'll be like, he'll wait. He won't do it just his first shot of the game or two. Yeah. No. He'll wait till he hits, like gets a dunk, gets into the you know gets his confidence. up. And do it. Here we go.
2: Damn, I'm coming.
1: I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a good shot because like, that'd be a weapon. Because yeah. he's you know eight for nine in that Kansas State game in free
0: throws. Like that was the big part of that of that. Uh, well, free throws is what game. won that Kansas State game, yeah. right? Like us being 80% free throws, you know, I mean, 36% in the paint, right? Like, that's what won us the game, honestly, is shooting free throws as well as we did and taking advantage of every foul opportunity that we had.
1: Yeah, we, we caught it last week, you know, uh, our predictions last week were 83 76, 78 69. Like, we called a close game, like, we knew mm-hmm. it was going to be in that kind of range. Grinded out against Kansas State, yeah. you know, like you alluded to earlier, um, like some of these games earlier, getting the efforts, uh, the way we played against uh, Northern Iowa and Gardner we're going to do it. And you could tell from the get go that, like, the intensity was there against Kansas State. The intensity yeah. just from the get go of the rotations on defense and um, three point defense on them was, and they were three out of twenty. And they came in as a pretty good three team, and they were three. Out of 20. Mm-hmm. So we were really um you know matched them on matched them on rebounds um you know we forced 15 turnovers um
0: well they know. got us on turnovers right so it was like 13 to 17 the turnovers was 30 30 to 34 in the paint and then you look at you know second chances where you got 16 of their eight right and the fast breaks uh, we're at like nine and eight. Like you look at it on paper, and it should have been a closer game than it actually was. It seems like to me. Yeah, we were up 18 and a half. Like
1: yeah. Like it was no like looking at that. Like it's it's no reason like kind of those final stats like no reason. Uh, or, you know, or no surprise that it was like that. You know, in the first half, um. You know, we've only got three turnovers to their eight. Like they're just turning. We're, we're forced a lot. We're playing our fast break points or seven to their two. Uh-huh. Um, we're outscoring them in the paint, you know, the second chance points. That's how kind of we got 18. We still, and that's shooting three out of 15 from three points. We were still um, shooting too many of them, half our shots, basically. But we were 15 out of 17.
0: And I remember at one point in the game asking you, like, are they playing a zone? It was like almost a weird hybrid type defense yeah, that we were playing.
1: playing. Yeah, they were they were playing kind of a junky uh, kind of zone, which works. I would too. I would pack it because because we're we're really good inside. Like mm-hmm. you saw, like a Mude and Devontae's really good, and Vanovers. Like some of these guys are like we can hit like eight foot, you know, ten foot, fifteen foot shots inside the three point. Yeah. so they're trying to pack it in because they know we can't shoot the damn. Well, we haven't proven it all year that we can shoot it, shoot it from deep. So they're they really started to realize, hey man, pack it in, uh, pack that defense in on that zone and force them to. And that's kind of kind of why we were kind of it was, the offense just wasn't as smooth in that second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still kind of we just grinded it out. We still made plays when we needed to. Um, Notay's got to be better. Um, that's a lot of shots for him. Four out of seventeen, two out of ten from three point. Like, if you are gonna take ten three pointers, you gotta make five of them. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. You can't do that. Only two free throws. Just not his best game. Not. I, I mean, he had five assists and three steals, um, and had a big. But then he had also five turnovers. So, and he's got like he's a guy that's gonna play. You know, thirty seven minutes. Hmm. He's gotta be better than. And I do want to I mean yeah, good win.
0: And I do want to say this Kansas State game. Was a slower game too. Yeah. We were not moving up and down the court like uh, we normally do, like we're used to seeing Arkansas do. And we had said this, or at least I had said this in a few of the other games prior to this, is that we're not moving the ball very fast. We're we're moving it, you know, kind of slow for an Arkansas team. Then we go into the next game, and it's like a it's like a polar opposite. Right, we're moving up and down the court and we look like arkansas right we're playing a very fast game in that uh in the next game right in the uh, cincinnati game so
1: yeah against cincinnati especially that second half we we score 47 points in the second half mm-hmm. uh, that's you know that's almost hitting 50 which would you get to 100 that way just really clicking you know we're down by four and we come out not you know you didn't feel at halftime like wow we're loses Cincinnati's tough, though. They proved it They're not I mean, they beat the. I kept. I mean, I said it last week. Play Illinois. And Illinois was getting player uh, Kofi Coburn, and they beat Illinois by twenty points. The number fourteen in the nation. So you knew you were going to get a tough effort. Um, their coach is a uh, uh, really young guy, but he's been around. He played at North Carolina, really successful at his uh, gig before that. He's he's really up and comer, and he had those guys.
0: Didn't he spend some time with Musselman somewhere or something? Like, I thought I saw something.
1: He might have. Those damn coaches, they move around. but <laughs> So, I, I don't uh, –
0: I just thought I, I heard I, something where they work together or something, but maybe I, I, that, I didn't yeah, catch it. Right. No, I, could,
1: I, could, I could see that. Um, and this is another one where just free throws were big. We outscored them in the paint. Um, we outscored them second-chance points. Odise uh, Tony was just huge, man. I just kept getting – he was six out of nine from the floor, seven of eight from free, uh, free throws, nine rebounds, um, three of those offense. And, you know, at the end of the game, we were charges, rebound. One possession, we had two or three. minute or two left. Like, we were – like, it was – it looked like we could lose at the end. And we just kept oh, – yeah. We're just, just making
0: big play after big play. Yeah, and and it came to a point where it was like, oh, we got this in hand too. Like we were going, we're going to win this game. Like yeah. at the very last, like three minutes, you're like, Arkansas is going to win this game. We got it under control. We we scored enough points; they're not going to be able to beat us. Um, and, but you're right. There were times where it was just back and forth, back and forth. Like, can we win? uh, this game, but it never felt like, oh my God, can we win this game? Do we have the team to win this? Are we going to be able to pull this out? It just felt like, oh, they caught up. Oh, they went up on us. You know, we gotta, we gotta fix that. You know, um, it just felt, always felt like something that we could overcome like every time it felt like something that we were, we, we were go- going to overcome. Uh, I don't know how to you know, explain that feeling and whatnot, but it just wasn't a scary Feeling like sometimes in basketball, when they go up on you, it's like, oh God, I don't know if we're going to be able to come back and, and score more than them. But in this game, it felt like, okay, well, we just got to do a little bit more and we got it in us to do, um, you, you know, you see the three pointers and the field goals and that's, what's really winning this game for you, right? You're winning it in the paint. You're winning it with three point shots and uh free throws are good. You do well in free throws, but I mean, it's not winning the game because you didn't take as many as you did the last game. You're not dependent upon, uh, upon that, right. Upon uh, being 85% <clears throat> on the free throws, but you're only shooting 13, right? So you're not as dependent as you were the last game. Whereas really, you know, the 33% from uh three point range and the, uh, being down in the paint, hitting 40% in the paint. That's really what's, what's winning the game for you. In my opinion.
1: Uh, I mean, we shot thirty-two uh, free, uh, twenty-four out of 32, 75 percent. That's a good bit. Um,
0: oh, sorry, I was talking about the first period. Sorry, my bad. Oh yeah, you, oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, we kind of got. I behind. was talking about up to half. I'm sorry, my bad.
1: Oh no 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 yeah yeah no the free throws only took nine. didn't hit one three pointer. Uh, just felt like even two out of ten's terrible, but we would have been up mm-hmm. up uh, by two if we just would have hit two of them. Kind of battle even against a good Cincinnati team. only down four at the half. Um, You know, they get more points off turnovers. Uh, We don't have very many second chance points. Fast breaks really aren't there. Um, Second half's really like you were saying, um, you know, we're down kind of a slow start to the first half or second half. Mm Mm-hmm. No, yeah,
0: and good. second half is when you really start seeing the free throws are starting to like that that's whenever like we become like more dependent upon free throws, right? And that's whenever like the free throws are starting to like turn it back around and win the game for you, right? And okay. in, in the paint you're doing well. Your three point shots you're doing well and your free throws you're doing exceptionally well. Okay.
1: So Yeah, I mean in this one, uh uh second half. Seven ties, eleven lead chains. So really good game. Uh, just back and forth. Uh we had an eight oh run like uh, you you um, we had kind of a six we took a had an eight oh run, we took a fifty one forty five point lead. Um really kinda of felt comfortable there and it we still went back and forth. And then this second straight, Kansas State too, and then the Cincinnati. Um like we had free throws at the end. Like we didn't blow it miss free throw. Like we iced the game with free throws. And that's gonna come into hand. Um, so many games this year. Um, like this three. I mean, it helps we're five and zero. Oh. And mm-hmm. again, uh you alluded to this, sir. I know we'll get into this. Just kind of looking like we we are in these two wins, like big wins against good opponents. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then like we can enjoy these next couple games against, hopefully against Penn and, um you know, UCA, Charlotte. Little- we have to play Oklahoma, but we we earned some. We got some big wins. Um, and really down the stretch, just making plays, making big plays.
0: Well, fighting for the ball is what the difference yeah. is, right? Yeah. Like, getting up, getting the rebounds, getting second chance yeah. shots, things like that. Like, that's really what is the difference is we had more fight in us than they had in them. And that's really, like, what I felt like was the difference in the game was what like, we just wanted it more than they did.
1: Yeah, that's what – uh least Tony, I mean, that was just um, – yeah, I'm sorry, I spoke for six offensive rebounds, not just three six offense rebounds, and he's only, you know, six 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 seven and he's battling down, but he just couldn't, I mean, just, he wanted it more, and it just showed. Mm-hmm. That's just, it felt like the announcer said it, and this was so true. It felt like a March game. Like, it did not have a, a you know, a November feel to it. Like, it felt yeah. like, like, it was like the intensity was there. It was like, mm-hmm. it ain't college basketball, it's like a lot of people are like, oh, it's, no point watching the March. play. not with this, not with these big games like this. This matters. Like this is gonna matter in March. We we're trying to get a number one seed, number two seed, number three seed in there, which helps. It helped us last year. Uh, you want you want the highest seed when you want your RBI net ranking whatever when you want it to be the highest. Like this is a game that matters. This mm-hmm. is gotta be down in these battles like this, toughing it out.
0: And how about likes coming in? Just yeah. Good Lord. What a good what a player he is, right, and he's been battling last couple of games for us, and it just the way he plays the way he that he's aggressive, it gets down there. like there's times where about, oh, they hit a three, the likes go down and hit a three, and then they yeah. you know yeah, we take, right. take it to the basket and dunk it likes to take it to the basket dunk he was just like, I'm not just gonna let you come out here and score on us without scoring on you back.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, you're right. Like he, not provide that spark to get back at you and just erase like what you did, mm-hmm. you know, or, or,
0: yeah, exactly. You
1: know, like okay, well that was just an even, even kind of thing. Now you're like, oh, I, he's, it's like saying, going to let you get down on eight zero or let the other team go on an 8 over. um He's going to come down there and like that. He iced the game. Eight out of ten free throws in this one. He did even better. The same or better against Kansas State, like like he's the guy you throw it to. They're gonna have to foul you, and he's gonna make the free throw. To like, I mean, he had hit, like ten, or I think maybe he had all ten against Kansas State, but he had like a just a stretch of not missing, and just
0: that's so big. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And you got Notay out there; he's just doing his thing like he always does. You know, I was yeah you know, Monday. I guess how you say it, Monday. I think he could steal a little bit more playing time. I felt like I'd like to get yeah. him a little bit more time and, and get Connor out a little bit more, I guess van over out a little bit more, just switch them up. Not totally switch the roles, but just, you know, give them a little bit more time. I mean, I like van over. He's fun to watch, but at the same time, my goodness, man, like why I'm are you driving. always out on the damn perimeter? Always on the perimeter, right? You're, 40 feet tall. Hey, man,
1: uh, the, I feel like he's been better at that this year than he has, was last year. I feel like he's been playing <laughs> more. At that. He only played 16 minutes of that. Well, Kansas State, I felt like when we have the big leagues, Vanover was in the lineup, him playing together. They took him out the rest of the uh, second half against Kansas State. Kansas State started taking it inside and not playing playups. Yeah, Vanover's got to cut the three point shit out. Yeah. Um, but Amude, yeah, I mean, but he kind of plays a little different. Like he could be in that lineup with Vanover and Jalen. I'm kind of you got to have no tandem combined seven out of twenty nine of them, and they play good. Another, they're they're really good defenders. But seven out of twenty nine on offense, you got a two out of nine combined for three point lane. Like you got to be better on the offense for us to like. We should be scoring ninety with the lineup mm-hmm. every night. Like and then like Tony giving you those like he's been one of the MVPs this year. So all he does is shoot. Like he don't, he don't ever take jack up threes. You know? No. All he does is get hustle baskets and get to the line. Like every time we needed something, like that, Cincinnati, we get on a little four point run or something. Tony would get in and. But yeah, Mude only eight points. That's really surprising. Or eight minutes. I'm sorry, only eight minutes in that game was really surprising because you saw some things that Kansas State he was scoring different ways.
0: Yeah, I mean, mood, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, Tony's the guy. I mean, he's he obviously got no Tay is looking good. You know, but Tony's really solidifying his spot as being like, you know, as being the guard, right? As being the point guard. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm reading into that wrong, but that's just kind of how <laughs> I'm. I don't know. He seems like taking over when he gets out on the field or I'm not on the field, but out on the court. He just seems to be, like, taking over, like, taking it, you know. I don't know. Everybody seems to look to him, right? It's yeah. kind of surprising. You'd think he'd be Note, honestly.
1: Yeah, Note looks does look for himself quite a bit. But it's, I mean, we don't have just a true first-point guard, but the way this team's kind of figured, it's got a lot of different pieces. I'm excited to see us kind of go along.
0: It's going to be interesting to see, like, how we start to gel yeah together towards the end of the year because yeah. you know we saw this last year and we had you know so many new guys and so on and so forth and then you saw us like get better throughout the middle of the year and then by the end of the year we were playing like really well and then we go into the tournament we're playing like extremely well and we're having a great year we're already playing as well as we did last year in the tournament. And we haven't come together yet. So it's going to be amazing to see, you know, five games from now. What we're doing, you know. And then ten games from now. I think, you know, that's what, that's what you got to do, you know. And you got to uh, make sure that the teams are able to just, you know, get out there and, and play. And, and have that time to mesh and come together as a, uh, as a team, because the more they do that, the better they are. And that's just kind of how like basketball works this go around this, the, you know, the way that we're seeing basketball at this time of the year is it's a situation where, you know, you have guys that haven't necessarily played together a lot and then they move into the end of the year, and they just kind of they play better with each other as they move in the end of the year. And, you, you know, you you see that with Kentucky a lot more, and you've seen that in the past with teams like that, and you haven't seen it as much with Arkansas. But now you're starting to see us pull those tops of recruiting classes where you're seeing it. I mean, think about this. We have the number one recruiting class coming in next year. The best recruiting class we've ever had at the University of Arkansas coming in next year. And we have a really good possibility this year, the way we played this last tournament, of being able to be, I would say, an Elite Eight team, right? Yep. A little bit better than we did last year. Go to the Elite Eight. And, I mean, that's a big deal. Because then you have the best recruiting class ever coming in the next year. I mean, that's a championship that's a championship
1: lineup right there. Yeah, one. Yeah, once you talk about you know going to the lead eight last year, getting these really good. I mean, uh, some key pe. We lost some pieces, but we reloaded with some of these like big time transfers and uh, some key pieces off the team last year, like Jay Williams, No. T- David. Um, and then like you're talking about our best recruiting class ever in basketball. This is championship aspirations. There's no doubt every year that it's SEC championship, and then obviously. Um, the main goal, and it's possible. It's not. We're just trying to get into the tournament. Like mm-hmm. this is really we've been building towards, and we're kind of seeing that. Um, we're kind of we're really seeing that. Um, and like you're, you were talking about just now, the team's kind of meshing. They they figure out a way to mesh in Kansas city. A lot of new pieces. Uh, Kansas State and Cincinnati didn't, as we have. So yeah. you know this is just going to get better. They haven't reached their potential. Like. Right. This team's just going to get better.
0: So, who do we play before the next podcast?
1: All right. So, we got uh, two games. So, we got uh, the Penn Quakers this Sunday. And then we got uh, UCA Central Arkansas Purple Bears this um, next Wednesday night. So, we we got two games before our next podcast next Thursday.
0: Okay. And then, I mean... Penn, like that. That's not like we're not talking Penn State or anything like that. We're talking no University
1: of Pennsylvania Ivy League.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so, <sighs> if you want me to, I'll run,
1: let me run down the schedule. I opened the season at number twenty-four state, lost seventy to one hundred five at George Mason. Lost, at George Mason, excuse me, lost seventy-six or sixty-six eighty-seven. Then they went at Bucknell. Um, and won a road game, 73-68, then beat Lafayette, 85-57. Uh, next game, lose to Utah State two overtimes, and then lose to Davidson, 60-72, and then uh, beat Old Dominion, 71 61-76 for a 3-5 and five road.
0: So not so having their best yeah. year. Not having their best year.
1: No, but they have played a bunch of road games. Definitely not just a team that we shouldn't beat by a good bit, mm-hmm. but better than UCA. We can talk about that after this. Uh, yeah, just uh, it's a, it's a team we should handle. I don't know uh, a lot about them. I, think I tried to watch. I don't even so many college basketball games. Well, maybe I didn't watch any any part of Penn. Um,
0: I did not see any Penn games. I didn't no. see the UCA game either.
1: Yeah. They uh they average seventy points seventy points a game. They give up seventy seven. Um you know, pretty good three point shooting team, thirty seven percent. They're six. That's, that's a lot of what they do looks like. Um free throw seventy three percent. The rebounding, they they're minus two rebounds a game, so they give up two more. Um Turnovers, they turn the ball over 15 a game. So look for us to really pressure them and get that. Uh, That's really, I mean, kind of just looking real quick. It's hard to kind of really know about the Penn Quakers. And I promise I'll I'll be out more, you know, more SEC play when I'm able to watch.
0: Well, I guess we should throw out a couple of... uh... Predictions yep. on that, huh? Okay, yeah,
1: go ahead. You go first.
0: I would say Arkansas hundred and two pin sixty-eight.
1: Ooh, I like it. Okay. I'll go I'll go Arkansas ninety-eight pin sixty-three. I think we're both kinda of along the same line. Mhm mhm. All right, let's see. So UCA, UCA is 1 and 4. Opened the season up at St. Louis losing 61 to 96. At Butler lost 53 to 85. At Baylor lost 47 to 92 and then beat Oral Roberts 70 to 67 and then this past Wednesday lose yet yeah, last night, wait. Oh, tonight. Okay. Lost tonight sixty-three to ninety to New Orleans. So just getting blown out at every point besides that win against Horrors at home.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: wow. They have not had um not had a great game. Um really a short lineup looks like. You know, Darius Hall, he was a former back one big scorer, six six forward. He trained. he played here he's a junior. He's six seven from Little Rock Played here his freshman year, mm-hmm. uh, transferred to Paul for whatever reason for two years, and now he's back at UCA. Uh, and then they've got a couple more Arkansas: uh, Cameron Hunter from Bryant, Colin Cooper from Fayetteville. Guys are okay, just short six foot, six two guards. And then Jackson Baker and Jared Cheatham kind of rounds up. Um, um, kind of starting lineup, but I mean, obviously, you look at the. School- not not a team that you just could be scared of. And I haven't obviously like you who would watch UCA. <laughs> so I feel like I just feel pretty confident about going two and oh before our next podcast.
0: Normally I'll flip UCA on just because I had a lot of family members and stuff that's went to UCA and it's a big part of you know our uh our history. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I like to, you know, hopefully hopefully they're going to do a little better this year. Uh, turn around after this game.
1: Yeah. I'll go Arkansas 109, UCA
0: 70. I would say uh, UCA 68, Arkansas 95.
1: Yeah, it just seems like UCA has just struggled in uh, recent years. They just have not had a footing. Even Corliss Williamson. That was a surprise. I was really rooting for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know, haven't haven't made an NCAA tournament, or Well, I guess they were in the A. Um, they've kind of moved up in the rankings, though, and just kind of since they've become a, a Division One basketball school. Which is understandable. Just had kind of um, kind of a tough time really getting their uh, gathering in their uh, the Southland conference, I believe. But I uh, like I I root for them. hopefully they'll be better besides this game the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. I hope so. Well first game against
1: them. I mean we've never we never played U C A so and then in- uh really cool
0: yeah that that's exciting i didn't realize it was the first time we've played so it would be, it'll be an exciting game well i guess we look at uh hockey uh we can look at you know the university of Arkansas and what we've done there and they got us they got they got some good updates on their website right now so that's good for anybody that hasn't been uh to the website taking a look or whatnot this year one little know a little bit more uh you can go there and take a look but you know i mean we're going to play that route 66 showcase uh, against Missouri we won that last year hopefully we're going to win it again this year that's coming up uh we've won all but two games this year um the first game we lost was to a division 1 team so you know that's that's to be uh under, you know expected i guess you should say and then uh to Missouri state we lost the game and we're, then we're going to get a chance to come back and play Missouri State um after after our next couple of games but right now our focus is playing Missouri and winning that uh route 66 uh you know trophy that they got and i think you know that's going to be something fun to turn into and, and check out um you know we we just we just see they just had a heck of a year, you know. They've done good. They've done well all year long, uh, defensively and offensively. Uh, and you know, anytime what you are, uh, you know, doing as well as you are as the University of Arkansas hockey team is, you know, you're 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 having a good year, and we know that, right? Um, so we look and we we see that. Uh, Oh, what was it? I just wanted to mention a couple things here. Oh, um, when we look in here and we see that, you know, they played a uh, senior uh, captain, Zach Wilson, and, uh, he's been able to, uh, you know, be out there and, and help out a lot and be kind of the backbone of the team, uh, and be able to, uh, you know, be a big time scorer or whatnot for the team. And, and everybody's been able to kind of, you know, lean on him, you know, our, our, goalie has done an awesome job you know holding the teams down keeping the points low uh this year and we're just you know i think you know we're just having a really good year but defensively we're doing really well like that is like we always do well defensively but i don't know offensively we're shooting the puck too you know we're taking shots and we're we're making them and we're winning these games so yeah, i don't know heck of a team to watch
1: yeah, it is. I mean, 7-2 went 8-0 against November. So this past weekend, um, uh, you know, they played, I mean, they beat, let's see, uh, number 11, University of Mex- New Mexico. They mm-hmm. beat the number 12 team in the nation, Miami Um, And just just really well, and that's what we're ranked number eight right now in the and those rankings, uh, right behind Notre Dame, Saginaw. Um, so we're kind of climbing up the, the previous rankings two weeks ago, right after Halloween. Twenty. So we've been moving up in the rankings. We've had big wins like those. Those ranked top um, were huge. That game against New Mexico uh, was really physical and tightly contested. So that was huge um, to get some of those. And I, you know, we did kind of a note they make. At the, we did. You know that's a that's a rivalry. They beat us on our home home floor um, for the first time. First time we lose um, in a while. But we do have we do have a rematch with them coming out of uh, like you're talking, We got Missouri next weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Huge right after Thanksgiving, and that's it till you know take a long Christmas holiday break until uh, January against Dallas Baptist, and then you got. Mm-hmm. Missouri field so that's going to be some big you know only three more matches oh, dallas baptist missouri state and kansas and that's it before the uh conference playoffs
0: yeah yeah absolutely and you know we switched conferences so we'd have a chance to play in a national championship game and you look at this you're like yeah, of course like that was the right thing to do like we win almost every game like why would you not want to compete for a national championship? And I think you know it sucks not being an SEC, but at the same time, why'd the SEC jump out of the national championship playoffs? But anyway, regardless, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Like you said, uh, you know we got the Missouri game, win that like we did last year, take the trophy. You know you got the Dallas Baptist. You know you win that one, and then you got Missouri State, a team that's beat you. Right, so you at least want to split the series. This one splits the series in the uh, Missouri State game, and then Kansas. You know that's another going to be another tough game where you want to at least split the series. You know if you come out with, you know, two sweeps and two splits, I think that's excellent at this point.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, that's big. I feel like I feel like we just kind of we don't have very far to go to get a good seed and obviously conference and do well there and then get in the national tournament. The goal is to, we finished runner-up last year. The goal is the championship. I think we're kind of on pace. We just kind of got kind of to finish these next four series.
0: Absolutely. So anyway, support the hockey team if you're not already done so. Make sure you go to a game if you can go to a game whenever uh, we play uh, D- Dallas Baptist and Springdale. Uh, you know, Springfield, Missouri isn't that far when we play Missouri State, we could use the uh fans up there because uh, you know, that's that's always a tough game, and then the uh Kansas game in Springdale, so I mean, there's plenty of chances to still go and support the hockey team before we go into the playoffs,
1: and that goes for me as well. I'd like, um, um for the alcohol podcast to have a representation, show. so so that goes for me as
0: well. So anyway, we're looking good, looking good hockey wise, looking good. You know everything was. What do you think? Do you you want you got a prediction for the uh, Missouri games? Let's see here.
1: Um, yeah, I got a prediction for the Missouri game. Um. I'll go five, two, and then I'll go seven, one.
0: Okay. I'm going to go six, three, and then I'm going to go eight, two. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'd be happy with those outcomes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I don't know. We just beat a team by seventeen to one. So think about that, them apples. How would you like to be that team? Get seventeen scored on you? Yeah, well, was about to say. I was like, well, maybe
1: our eight and seven predictions aren't aren't really too high <laughs> for this team.
0: No, I mean, really. I mean, we we've almost been there, right? We've had one seven two game against Iowa State uh and then we've had a 6-3 game against kansas nine nine point game against kansas of course they scored six on us on that which is quite a bit because usually we're we're a lot tougher defensively you know and then the 17 point game of course the two 16 point games at the beginning of the year so we'll see man. we'll see
1: yeah we've 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 proven we can score a
0: bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can hold them. And we can hold another team. I don't think our defense is as good this year as it was last year. But it is good. In the last yeah. couple of years, even.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to say right now. But, man, it's hard. I mean, runner-up last year was really We've proven. I mean, we haven't won one, two, three, four, you know, eight-game win streak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And before that, we had a long one. That like you said, like the, one of those losses, D one Oklahoma, and then the other one was a one one goal loss to a
0: rival, Missouri
1: State. So
0: looking pretty good. So what do you think? Do you think we are to do the predictions, or do you think we are to do the uh, fantasy?
1: Oh boy! Well, you're called. Uh, let's get fam- lost. I'm happy for you know the teams. I'm right there with you out of it. Let me let me get here. Oh, I just got to go full screen on this. Man, I'm really excited for next year. Next year to have a bigger fantasy league. dwindling down. One of the next two guys is going to get a free whatever merchandise they want from the podcast score. All right. So last week, ah, oh, did give it. We need to filter out. Give me 30 seconds. Let me find this.
0: (laughs) Ah, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to be going on. We'll see. We might have something coming up soon. Uh, We might have some big exciting news from uh, the Hog Call podcast. We'll be talking about that more to come. So if you're still in the podcast at this point, if you've listened to us and you're still here, you're still hanging in. It's probably Thanksgiving. All right. And you're probably thinking, like, what in the hell are these guys talking about? And I'm going to say the best thing you can do when you're listening to the Hong podcast is grab you another beer, man. Grab you another beer. As your beers become empty, as you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and grab another one.
1: That's what we'll do. That was a great filler, Chad. So last week in the Hong Call podcast, College Football Fantasy Semifinals. run like a Razorback, scored a league record, 271 fantasy points. Good <laughs>
0: Lord.
1: And I'm on the other side. Scored 216, one of the highest of all year. I think he told me um, that I had actually the second or third highest all year, and I lose 271 of 216. That's college fantasy. Nothing special about it. I thought the, the week ago, I had my quarterback score 60 points. And I was feeling pretty good. And my Lord. Then I faced the Ohio State quarterback, who beat Michigan State 50-something to 7. And then Big Wiener Bannets beats Evie Dobb 191 to 160. So you got to run like a Razorback versus Big Wiener Bandits. Luke versus Matt in the finals weekend. Wow.
0: Well, Pretty I sick. guess we're fixing to find out who the top <laughs> hog is. Give,
1: I'll give I'll give i big wiener bandits credit. He was talking some shit that he's belonged, but is he going to be talking shit after this week?
0: Yeah, he does that. <laughs>
1: he does that. We'll see if he'll be talking any more after this week. We'll see, though. <sighs> well, we I- one more week. A sad ending, but here we go. Both. Or not bowl picks. One more week of picks. I've got more than last. One more week, week of picks. Before the bulls. Before right. so the bulls. You had a better week than me, so you, you pulled within a game on the season stings. You went a very great 6-5. and five. <laughs> But I went 5-6. and six. Damn. So I went 500. <laughs> so you're. So I'm 95 and 63 on the year. You're 89 and 69. I've got, you can oh, make Lord. all back. that. And you were trying to stop last
0: week too. Well, I'm an idiot, Chad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would not say that. That is, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't say so. Silver uh, bullet. Uh, that's what I had, man. Are the mountains cold? God, I hope so. Oh, they're blue. Nice yeah. and blue. That's what I had, man. Not bad. Better than nothing. I tell you that. That's my last one, so. Nice tall, boy. It's like, what, 16 ounces there? Yeah.
1: sixteen. so. Good price on those. Can you imagine what I It's my last one I got, so. I wanted to drink it to finish off this podcast. I don't blame you. I kind of want like one,
0: a- too. I don't know when the last time I had a Coors Light is, but I I enjoy a banquet beer, and I'm sure Coors Light is pretty damn decent. So
1: banquets are better. I I can't explain myself. (laughs) I just saw it as like good price, and I picked them up. Those tall boys, like damn, those are.
0: Almost grabbed two six or wait two twelve packs of Bud Light. Oh wow! Last week. Cause I had them on sale at the grocery yeah. store, buy one, get one free, but they oh, also so. had the land sharks buy one, get one free. So I went with, I went with that, but yeah, those I might as well be honestly land shark is just, is your basic Bud Light Island style beer, right? So <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds
1: better though, a land shark. it just sounds like more. So I've got me a picking beer. Are you ready for the picks,
0: Chad? I am ready.
1: All right. First one on the board this week: Fresno State at San Jose State. That is a Thanksgiving game. We've got two Thanksgiving games tomorrow. Fresno State at San Jose kicks it off tomorrow.
0: Got Starkle there. That's Starkle. Let's go. I'm gonna go with San Jose State, and I'm gonna go with our boy. (laughs) He ain't had the best year yet, either. I'm still going with
1: him. Yeah, he's had a better year than... They started off good. Like, they had a chance, really good chance, to go undefeated, or a really good chance to win the Mountain West.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did.
1: I don't know what happened. That's a tough, tough conference. Um, I'm going to go Fresno State. You know, Starkle hadn't thrown five interceptions in a game like he did here. I'll go Fresno. Shirley Stark will graduate. He's been in college about seven years. He's
0: fixing to tear him up.
1: <laughs> All right. Here we go. That's a big one. This is a big matchup. Our second game to pick. The Egg Bowl. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Mississippi State comes in as a two-point
0: favorite. Can you believe that? hmm Mississippi State's going to tear him up. So You That's- think, oh, you think,
1: you're taking the
0: Pirates. The pirates, yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna go in there and win this one.
1: Well I'm gonna go Ole Miss. I bet I You and Vegas have the have the same thoughts. <laughs> what about
0: I'm really I don't think they're gonna win, but I went with Mississippi State because I figured you were gonna go with Ole Miss. I thought I'd shake it up just a little bit, but I think Lane Kiffin's probably gonna win this but what if what if they go in there and beat Old Miss? You're gonna have Florida and LSU kinda iron the eyeing the pirate a little bit then, aren't you? So it's a big game for him and he knows it.
1: Yeah. I could see I could see I could see the pirate going to Florida on LSU. Nobody cares about nobody feels bad about leaving Starkville. <laughs> you know what I mean? Them cowbells get tired of those damn things ringing.
0: Even Mullen left your ass. Yeah, and he gave Florida. him an extension. And he gave him an extension for six wins. And he still left you.
1: <laughs> All right, we're gonna give you this. We believe in you. Nope.
0: All right, let me. Let's go. Let's go. Let me do some serious ones now.
1: All right, Boise State at San Diego State.
0: Um, Boise.
1: I'll go San Diego State. You got a lot of ground you can make up. We've picked all three so far. Um, Kansas State at Texas. Oof! Why did I do that?
0: Kansas State.
1: Yeah, I'll go Kansas State as
0: well. Poor old Texas. They just—they're not even making a bowl game this year, are they? No, they're four and seven. Couldn't make one if they wanted to. Even if they won the last game, how embarrassing. <laughs> good lord. Um, we were all hyped up after that big win of for Texas. Thought thank we goodness had, we thought, beat them. Thought we had done something. I'm glad we played them early in the year and people thought they yeah. were good.
1: Yeah. They were top 15 when we played them. Um, <laughs> Iowa at Nebraska. Nebraska, wow. Nebraska comes in as a one-point favorite. Against the top 16
0: team. Uh, Nebraska. Doing
1: go Big Red.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess I'll go Iowa just to be different. Um, North Carolina at North Carolina North
0: Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. I don't think the Wolf Pack. That's state, right? Wolfpack? Yeah, yeah, so. Wolf Pack? Yeah, I don't think the Wolfpack going to do it. I'll go the Wolf Pack. Oh! You're just going to take right. all those top 25 teams.
1: That's six straight. You no, know, we picked Kansas State together. I guess so. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: not going to happen.
1: They're not all going to win. Um,
0: every, I've picked every underdog this week there is. got to stop. I don't know what's. No, no, know, no, no. <laughs>
2: no.
1: No, Nebraska's actually that's the opposite. Nebraska's actually the favorite. Are they really? Uh, Boise State's the, the favorite, and Mississippi State's the favorite. Wow. So you're actually
0: how the hell is Mississippi State the favorite? At home, I guess. Um, over Ole Miss.
1: That's what I was wondering. Did I they, saw that they
0: was that it they were cowbells. Is somebody injured? I don't know. Um did Lane have a stroke? I
1: don't know. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Okay, let's go down to the Apple Cup. Washington Apple
0: Cup. (laughs) Washington State at Washington Washington State at Washington. Wow, what a crazy let's go with Washington, I guess. I don't know I don't know anything I'm, about either of these teams I
1: I'm going to Washington State but I don't know that's like a pick'em game um, alright here we go let's go to I don't know if this game has a nickname Ohio State at Michigan the big game
0: Ohio State
1: Uh, I think Ohio State's going to win, but I'm going to pick Michigan because it's funny that we're going to pick every one of
2: them
1: (laughs) (laughs) different. Ohio State's good, man. Oh, they are. Missouri. Missouri. I can't believe they lost to Oregon at home earlier. Uh, Wake Forest at Boston College. Uh, Wake
0: Forest.
1: I'll go wait too. I won't go against you there. Um big matchup in the Sunshine State
0: State
1: at Florida.
0: I think Florida will beat Florida State this year. I think they're both having down years. I think Florida needs a win for a bowl game, so I see them, you know, pulling one out. And they're always they're always it's always back and forth in that dang game. So But I think- they did lose their coach. Yeah. So there's a good possibility they won't win just because they were stupid and fired their coach. Well, at least wait till the year's over. Like, What did yeah. they gain by firing this coach right before his last game? What did they gain by that? Did they get a better coach to coach that last game? No. Like, all you, you did feel- was made your team nervous. You feel
1: like the Florida-Florida State game would be important enough like, keep it together like that one more week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think that game would mean...
0: Well, now maybe it's because they can be like, oh, well, we only lost that Florida-Florida State game because we fired our coach, so that one doesn't count. Which is kind of a pansy-ass move, if you ask me.
1: Look, man, this is... Uh, I'm going to pick Florida in this one. Um... This is kind of what I kind of go off of. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of teams, you could say like any kind of victory, even we'd have it. Like, no, nobody feels nobody felt sorry for us when we had beat them. Did they? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna feel sorry for anybody. Like we beat them, anybody else. Beat them. I've been through hell on <laughs> <laughs> our football team. I don't feel sorry for anybody. I ain't gonna apologize for any of I'm right here did. with you. Like and Florida shouldn't, you know, or Florida State shouldn't either. If they beat if they beat Florida, but I'm st- I'm still picking the Gators in this one. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the program that has a coach that's trying their damned hardest to win, and <laughs> get to a ball game for some kind of moment uh, with Norvell to win. Um. Let's go uh you know it's a weird game, but they're both five and six. Uh let's go Rutgers or Maryland at Rutgers.
0: Let's go Rutgers.
1: Okay. That's a good pick. At home, Saskatchewan. I'm gonna go Maryland. Let's go. I just said Saskatchewan. Piscataway, boy. Saskatchewan the schedule I don't know what the hell I was thinking um let's go how about Hawaii at Wyoming big game
0: let's go with the Warriors the Rainbow Warriors
1: okay I'll go Wyoming in this one
0: um I
1: oh this is called the Civil War Oregon State at Oregon Oregon I'm going
0: to go with the Beavers. I'm going to go with Oregon State. Um, you know Oregon's going to win that game. They are. They've had a good year.
1: Um, I'm not even, we're not going to pick the Iron Bowl. Unless you want to pick Auburn.
0: Um, man, I don't know. You don't want to pick Auburn, man. I don't. I do, but I don't. I don't think no. they can do it this year. No. I'd like okay. to see them do it. I just don't. That would be funny. Um, I don't Virginia. know. It's been a down year. Yeah. All right. What was it? Virginia what?
1: Virginia Tech at Virginia.
0: Um, Virginia Tech.
1: Um I'll go Virginia. Um Wisconsin at Minnesota.
0: Let's go with Wisconsin.
1: I'll go Wisconsin too. Texas A and M at LSU.
0: We'll go with LSU on this one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the
1: Bayou Bengals as well. I think I think they play for Coach O to finish off here. And I wouldn't mind seeing A and M same record we are at eight and four and us move ahead.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice.
1: So, um, let's go big matchup: uh, the Bedlam, Oklahoma at o- State, ten and one versus ten and one.
0: Oklahoma.
1: I'm gonna go Oklahoma too. Don't care for Gundy. Not that I care for Oklahoma, but I think I think Oklahoma wins. Um, Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson. <sighs> yeah, Clemson. Um, Kentucky at Louisville.
0: Ooh, uh, let's go, Kentucky. Okay, they've had a good go. year. If They're gonna beat them any year. It'd be this year.
1: Yeah. um okay I'm gonna go with louisville yeah. yeah there's i like this time this this year i think that may be it yeah i think that's it chad that's a lot of pick em. that's a lot of games though
0: That's a lot close, of games
1: uh, that's a lot of close games though as was means we picked de- one two three four five six seven eight Nine, 10 11 12 games we pick different it'll be interesting
0: you know to about. see like what comes of that in the next podcast honestly
1: yeah well I mean okay so yeah so entering that you're 89 6 games back with with picking 12 different yeah So something's gonna happen <laughs> We head by seven, you know, or or six, I guess. (laughs) By the time this week rolls around, but the bowl games are 40 bowl games. So it ain't over, but this is, this is big. I
0: I just hope I keep it close. That's all. I, I hope I don't get blown out. I'll be happy by that. Well, here's the thing. It's Thanksgiving. If you listen to the podcast, you're still in there with us. I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. If you haven't done so, do me a favor. Run on over to Apple. Leave us a little comment on Apple. Five-star rating. Just, you know, if if you haven't done so and you're on Reddit, go join our Reddit page, all right? If you follow us on Facebook, go do that. If you follow us on Twitter, go do that. Make sure... That you're following the Hog Call podcast. We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. And uh, you don't want to miss out on things. You don't want to miss out like on the uh, on the fantasy sports and the giveaways and the things that we do. So just make sure that you're following us on all of our platforms. And I uh, just want to say we appreciate everybody. And I'm thankful for every single person that listens to the podcast. and And I'm thankful for where you've gotten us from. In our emphasis to where we are now.
1: Yeah, man, Chad. Glad you took it there. Um, thanks for first making it this far in this podcast. I'm interested how long this podcast is. Is really good. Um, well, I'm thankful for you first, Chad, for doing this podcast with me. This is really fun, as always. Um, thankful for the fans out there for listening, because We're, I mean. If nobody listened, I don't know. We might as well just call each other again. <laughs> but we do try to improve, like the Reddit, like earlier when a Reddit people are giving us feedback. It's like, hey, we try to improve every time, and we're going to keep on doing that. Uh, we're excited for some really positive changes. Hopefully we'll be able to announce to you in the future. Um, that's really exciting for us and you fans as well. We're excited that we have a ranked football team. I'm, I'm thankful for a ranked football team. I'm thankful for a ranked basketball team. I think we we'll be, might be top 10 in uh, basketball. I know we're 13th right now, so that's real exciting. All the other sports, Razorback Land, are doing good. But thank you all for listening. And happy Thanksgiving.
0: If it haven't done so already, go ahead and grab yourself another beer. It's Thanksgiving. Woo pig suey. And go Hogs.